Hi, this is Krista from BowlerX Pro Shop. Don't forget to stop by BowlerX.com. Check out some of our great deals and always free shipping on every item every day. Jet Bowling is a proud sponsor for Above180.com. Want your score to soar with a new Jet Altitude or any other great ball in the current lineup? Go to www.jetbowling.com, enter coupon ABOVE180, and listeners can get a great discount. Jet Bowling, taking your game to maximum altitude. Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Above180.com, taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C. and the Bowlers Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining us today is Hank Boomershine. Hank is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Storm Products. And a big also congratulations to Hank as he recently became a USBC Certified Gold Level Coach. Hank Timberg and Joe Serrar here. Thanks for hopping on uh, the line with us this morning. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, Welcome, Hank. It's uh, going to be a good interview, I'm sure. we got some new and exciting things to talk about from Storm. Uh, yeah, definitely. A few, uh, few new arrivals uh, this, this year and this, well, yeah, this year, January. <laughs> Uh, in January and then some coming down the road too. Well, Hank, I thought we'd begin the interview with the uh, the passing of uh, Mr. Don Carter, one of the true legends of bowling yesterday. Can you just uh, share any thoughts you maybe have on that and any of your experiences with Mr. Carter? Well, I mean, uh, me being a, a big bowling historian, I, I love to, a lot of the old the original founding members of the PBA and, and the things that are, are amazing about what they did. And, I mean, Mr. Carter... Uh, a quick side note is I started in the first shop in 1985, and the first shop I worked in um, back in Ohio, the gentleman had a corner clock that was an ebonite corner clock that it um, had Don Carter on it, and it said, World's First Professionally Fit and Drilled Bowling Balls, and it had a picture of Don Carter on it. Well, that that it's a great piece of memorabilia. I know there's not a lot of those hanging around, and... Uh, the tour, the, the tour came through when I had a shop in Akron, and that that clock, oh, that clock was hung in my shop in Akron, because I was fortunate to receive it from that uh, first pro shop I worked in when he closed his shop. He gave it to me, and uh, a lot of different pros, the senior tour players came through, and everyone said, "Oh man, that that would be great to have Don Carter sign it." And you know, I, I just thought, you know, I'm not a person to ask for stuff like that, but. It's such a neat clock, and then uh, I talked to Don Carter on a couple different occasions, and um, he said, oh, yeah, just send it to me, I'll sign it. And I said, Don, I'm never going to worry you with that. I just appreciate you what you've done for the sport, and uh, we're, I'm just going to keep that as, you know, just because it was something quite unique. And so, you know, I got that nice piece of memorabilia and had some great stories and, and shared a, a couple of funny laughs with Don Carter probably about 10 years, 15 years ago. Um, so he was a, an amazing, uh, what he did in the day, because, I mean, I think he signed the first million dollar contract, uh, when our, when Arnold Palmer signed, I think, a not even a hundred thousand dollar contract in golf and Don Carter signed a million dollar contract in bowling. I think it was 1961. So quite interesting. So in today's dollars, that would be 
what a five or ten million dollar contract for uh, possibly Norm or Pete? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, well, we have to sell a few more bowling balls. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully those boys won't try and renegotiate at those prices. But speaking of new bowling balls, Hank, uh, we just finished testing uh, in the last few weeks the new Roto Grip Defiant, and we shake our heads every time we get a new ball from Storm or Roto because they just seem to get better and better. And it's hard to top ball performances when you've had balls like the critical theory, the regular theory, the infinite, you know, uh, the nano line. I mean, they're scary good. And and they give bowlers what most bowlers like to see, which is a, a good, secure mid-lane motion, uh, great back-end motion depending on, on layout choice, uh, excellent pin carry, extended longevity, all the things that we love to see in a bowling ball. And then you come out with this new ball called the Defiant with a totally different-looking core. And, and I looked at it and I go, boy, this looks like a mask. You know, it looks a little kind of gimmicky, but we know Storm isn't into gimmicks. And then we test it, and the ball was scary good. So talk about the Defiant. Well, and like you said, Joe, it, it, sometimes it, you, you, you step back and go, how can we... You know, how can you get any better? Or how can you do something different? And, I mean, like you said, a lot of the balls that we've had in the last couple of years have been just amazing. So what can you do to, you know, what can you do to top the next one? And and, and this was a weight block that was probably about uh, three to five years in the making. Uh, and, and, Joe, it really started after the cell. And that cell was the first one from Rotogrip where I started using the contours and trying to create, uh, something that was strong motion, consistent motion, and very driller friendly. And then the, the theories went another direction with an ellipti- elliptical mass and three different ellipses to create turbulence along these elliptical planes. Now that Defiant is another, you know, like you said, it looks kind of crazy like a mask, or some people said it looks kind of like uh, a shell, like a clam shell or something. Um, but each one of those unique bands that travel from the x-axis down to the y and around to the z is all really based on RG planes. And you know that the USBC's done a lot of study that, you know, when you set a ball up on uh, like a 4-inch pin from a player's PAP, if that's 2.53 in the RG, it stays on a 2.53 plane, and they have unique shapes to them. Now, this, this weight block is based off of those RG contours and RG planes, so... Another one that's very easy to drill, but yet now we have a, def- a defined uh, progression along that, that uh, RG plane and a very defined motion. So, like I said, it, we're actually making it even more driller-friendly, and we're actually creating a more unique shape by that core because those bands start on the plane, and then they curve a little bit to create turbulence at the end of the plane so that it makes it have a little bit more motion down lane. So we get it to start, pick up, like you said, mid, and then we get it to create a little turbulence down lane to keep it uh, in motion and keep it a little stronger off the spot. And then, you know, nano cover stocks we have in Storm, we got to have something different in Rotogrip. So nanotechnologies, you know, a nanometer in size. So we went to a micrometer in size of this molecule additive. This creates bigger... Uh, peaks and valleys, bigger subsurface texture within USB-C regulations, but it's just very unique. So 
there was a lot that went into this one. Uh, we're getting ready to start a bunch of seminars uh, next week. I actually fly to Buffalo uh, on Monday and have a seminar in Buffalo on Monday, Akron on Tuesday, and uh, Classic. I'm mean, sorry, Buffalo Tuesday, Akron Wednesday, and Fort Wayne, Indiana on Thursday. And then you've got Victor Marion going one way, Steve Klumpkin going to, you know, we've, we've got uh, about 16 seminars we're going to do in the next three weeks. So it's, it's uh, we're going to try to get out there and really promote it to the shops and right, well, to the consumer. You know, Hank, I, I will be attending the January 11th seminar in Fond du Lac. Uh, is Victor going to be hosting that seminar? Uh, that one's going to be Steve Klumpkin. Steve Klumpkin, beautiful. Uh, so can you talk a little bit about the, you know, again, the RG planes and, and access migrations is probably somewhat beyond what most of our listeners can comprehend, but the, the microspheres in the cover stock, is that a particle additive, or is it, is it just another way of chemically altering the, say, molecular structure of the cover to allow it to, you know, maybe hold or preserve its, its texture longer? Is that one way to des describe it, or is there a better well, way? No, I mean, Joe, you're, you're pretty close. It's not really that it's a particle. Um, Think about if if you form like a molecules and they form these these bonds and these but if it has a free floating molecules what I want to call always want to call it and what it does is it creates like a cross link it's pictured you had a screen on your like your screen on your door or on your window in your house is the matrix that the cover stock looks like what these molecules do is they they actually adhere themselves between the two bonds to create what we call like a cross link or an even more stronger structure and a more defined texture of the structure. So these molecules are what we call like cross linkers or, or you know, structure, they add an increased structure and strength to that, that medium. So it's kind of a, a two-fold deal where the molecule floats free and then attaches between those two bonds and creates a, a, that texture, but it also strengthens them and gives them a little bit more um, that gives it pliability, but it also, like, it gives it more strength. I mean, that's the biggest thing we always see. You know, texture and strength, it's a kind of a double bonus. And, and does that hold true, Hank, regardless of the uh, chosen surface texture of the ball, you know, be it 500 or 4,000? Yes, yes. Because, I mean, like I said, the greater that, you know, media that you use in terms of, like, surface, like Avalon or whatever, as you're breaking it down and creating... Um, you're allowing those peaks and valleys to be taller. And the only thing that happens when you use like a higher media, like a, like a 2,000 or 4,000, is you're just smoothing those, those peaks and valleys down a little bit, but there's still a lot of structure to it, but there's just, you just smooth the peaks off a little bit when you use the higher media, but there's still a tremendous amount of subsurface texture. And the other unique thing is um, with these additives, these molecules, we also create another thing called chemical friction which is an increased tackiness. That's another thing that we've worked on re religiously in the last couple of years is, you know, there's one part of chemistry which is, and talks about, you know, the texture and the bonds and the links and the structures uh, and the surety hardness, but there's another thing called chemical tackiness. It's like um, actual tackiness of urethane. You know, we always joked about back in the day, those tacky bowling balls. Well, there is something to urethane and and chemical tackiness. So we've worked hard to create something quite unique. 
Hank Boomershine joining us on the Above180.com podcast. Hank, want to talk, recently it was, uh, I believe last November of 2011, you uh, recently became a gold certified coach via the USBC's uh, coaching status. And want to talk a little bit about when me and Joey started the site here uh, and started doing the podcast, our goal is really to help bowlers take their game to the next level and get better. And want to see what I guess you see when you do your coaching. It sounds like you're very busy on the, on the ball side of things and helping inform pro shops and inform people on Storm and Roto Grip's great products. But it, you do still get some time to do some coaching. What's a, a few common threads that you see that bowlers really need to work on to take their game to that next level? Well, great question. I mean, in terms of uh, a lot of things I do, I still do a lot of clinics. Uh, I still do a lot of coaching. I, people still come to Storm, and I do a lot of one-on-one lessons. Um, but there's a, there seems to be, for me, in the last couple of years, I see a, a common thread. Everybody talks about timing and everything else. And the biggest thing I, I've really been seeing in a lot of the uh, better players that, that, that get them to that next level is, is, is a static core. I mean, we talk about, you know, spine tilt. Uh, and you know, angles in relation to, to to upper body versus lower body, and you know where is the where is the shoulders and hips in relation? And the biggest thing that I see in the better players is, you know, the alignments between hips and shoulders, and the alignment, um, you know, from the shoulder through the knee or, or behind the behind the foot behind the heel, and, and maintaining a good leverage position and maintaining a very static core, which very quiet. Um, the biggest thing I see in a lot of the, the amateur players is a lot of tilt forward at the waist and a lot of movement laterally um, of the of the hips and shoulders. So, you know, they get to the point of impact or release, and they could have the greatest timing in the world. And then what happens is the hip closes because they lose separation between their knees or they tilt forward at the waist, which makes their swing descend steeply. And then it, it gets them into a, a V at the bottom versus a nice big flat spot. And that's, you know, the, the greater... The players and the, the, the top-level players maintain a very consistent shoulder-to-hip relationship and also in terms of a leverage position to allow them uh, those greater leverage positions and, and increased accuracy, more rotation, and you know, more, greater repeatability. Well, you know, Hank, I, you, you nailed it for me, and I started this season mired in one of my worst slumps ever for the first, say, four to five sessions I bowled, and just by watching some past videotapes, I was able to kind of correct my own errors by seeing that I was leaning far too far forward at the foul line. And I'm wondering, where's my leverage gone? Where's my accuracy gone? And all I did was simply try and sit down a little bit at the release point, bring the shoulders back probably six inches or so, and all of a sudden that V at the release was gone. I had more of a, a U swing. Uh, I had a, a longer, wider flat spot for a better release, the accuracy came back, the rev rate came back, and it was something so simple I was doing wrong in that I was just leaning too far forward at release point, but I didn't realize it and couldn't feel it, and, and no one could see it that I was bowling with, and yet by looking back at some older videotapes, I'm going, hey, this, this is there, here's the difference right here. Yeah, it, it stands out like that red hair, and I mean, it's like, whoa, wait a minute, where'd that come from? So, yeah, and they tilt those shoulders forward a lot of times. I mean, it pushes the release point in front of you. And when you push the release point in front of you, I mean, it's like if you went to the gym and tried to pick up a weight that's a foot in front of your, you know, out in front of you, you got no power. You can pick up a five-pounder, but you can't pick up a 15-pound weight 
But if it's in you know the center of your body and the center of your mass, you have all the power in the world at that spot. So yeah, you lose leverage and power and accuracy. Right now, speaking of power, I mean Storm, we know is a, a powerhouse in in the bowling industry with equipment. But uh, recent developments, uh, Storm has purchased Master Industries, and uh, which which is basically bowling accessories with you know your towels and wrist supports and I'm, I'm sure other gadgets that'll help the consumer, uh, as well as possibly your own shoe line in the near future. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, uh, Mr. Chrisman, who owns Storm Products. Uh, has always had a great passion for the game and, uh, you know, making Storm products a very complete product line. And uh, also, Mr. Christmas is a very firm believer in, you know, the Made in USA, uh, supporting the industries that are, uh, you know, critical to help the United States economy. And Master Industries has an, a huge accessory product line. Uh, Storm has a, a, you know, small accessory product line, and we've tried to do what we can. We've outsourced a lot of it. And we, we don't like doing that. So when we had the opportunity to, to, to get a company that's 95% of their products are made in the USA and a long-standing history of great products. I mean, Joe, I mean, I, you and I have been in the business a long time, and I think uh, all we ever used and I ever started with in the push-up business back in the 80s was master products. I mean, the puff balls, the easy slides, and, and all that, and the wrist supports and the wrist master twos, and, and those things are, were staples in the pro shops and they've kind of dwindled away and, and there's not as big a presence. And, you know, we wanted to increase our product line. We wanted to have some products that we could access and, and build and make in the United States. And, and it felt like it was a good synergy between storm products and master because master, once again, Bill Norman founded the company, you know, a couple of decades ago and based on the principle of made in USA by quality, you know, craftsmen. So we felt it was a good, match for Storm to increase our product line, to do it with a company that's here and somebody that, uh, you know, like I said, has a long-standing history uh, within the industry. And uh, we felt it was a, a good move for us, and we're excited about it. We're going to have the salesmen out there promoting the products and all the trade shows this summer. And you're just going to see a, a new revitalized master industries and uh, the Storm people promoting it. So. Well, Hank, I want to thank you for taking some time to join us today. Uh, really, truly some great knowledge on the the new pieces coming out and really getting into some of the nuts and bolts of bowling balls and, and a lot of stuff that people that, like myself, are, we're, we've been bowling for quite a long time, but we're, we're not as, as skilled and knowledgeable as yourself and Joey are. Uh, you're helping us learn knowledge, which ultimately, too, is what we're trying to do on these podcasts. So, Hank, again, we're going to have to have you back. want to get a little bit more into some of the, the coaching that you do and uh, some of the also the, the matchmaker programs you guys run and how you guys really help bowlers that are, are looking to get that new piece that fits into their uh, arsenal to help bowlers really take their game uh, up that notch as well. So, Hank, want to thank you for joining us today. Hey, t- thanks, guys, for having me on the program. Anytime you guys uh, want to get me on, and I'll, I'll do what I can uh, based around the busy travel schedule. But, yeah, I, I truly uh, enjoy the sport of bowling and helping anybody I can. So if I can help you guys out in the future, uh, I'd be more than happy to. All right, Hank, thank you.